Let's get it, let's get it, let's get it. <laughs> let's get it, let's get it indeed. It's Radio Free Topag, and I'm Audrey. I'm Donovan. You may have heard at the very beginning that you may have heard a little voice, a little voice coming coming low out of the back. It's Maria Guido, former co-host of The Worst Week. Yeah, she joins us in the studio. What's up, guys? What's poppin'? Nothing. I'm excited to answer some questions, you know? I am... Am I your... F- how many therapists have you guys had on? I mean, I've listened Two. to a bunch of the episodes, but... Yeah, we've had a few on. A few Two on. or three? Yeah. We're always excited to have somebody with actual expertise in, <laughs> in helping people, because it makes it, like... You know that you're you're gonna get our our classic brand of homespun nonsense with <laughs> some actual fucking advice put in there. <laughs> yeah, but you guys give good advice. Fuck. Oh, thank you. I have more expertise with biting my tongue because I did it while eating a sandwich immediately before this, and so it's on the mind again. And listener, I will not subject you to Donovan's tongue is too big for his mouth talk this week, but I, I just wanted to let you know that problem is still happening. And then, and then I take a peek inside my mouth to check the damage because I bit the underside, and I notice a whole nest of tonsil stones in that fucker, and so I retrieved a bunch of those before this. I'm having a gross day, folks. Gross days. I appreciate you not uh, going too deep into the Donovan's tongue is too big for his mouth uh, corner because that would provoke the wrath of Audrey's you have tongue dysphoria corner. Like you should, you should love the tongue that you have. You really should. I should, but it's simply too large. I hate it. Well, I mean, I feel like some women would like that. Yeah, men. That's true. It's it's my it's my cross to bear. You know, other folks get to reap the benefits of this giant tongue action, and I suffer in silence. Actually, not silence because I bite it. (laughs) You suffer quite loudly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. Uh, Maria, for the folks uh, who do not know you, do you want to do a little introduction type? Uh, Yeah. I am Maria Guido. Um, uh, I'm on Twitter. I am on the, I'm the, I guess, quote unquote, social worker extraordinaire of the left slash idiots. Um, (laughs) I was on the worst week yet um, for like 48 episodes, I think. Um, and then I had my yearly uh, social work nervous breakdown that all social workers have. Um, and I, yeah, like I had to make some difficult decisions this past week and, you know, kind of like leave, I ha- you know. Yeah. It's never easy, but I'm really proud of you for making that decision because yeah. like you have to, you have to prioritize the real world over this like internet thing that we've all involved ourselves with yeah and it's weird like to like to me it's still really bizarre because like i don't like sometimes i don't realize how many people i'm talking to on twitter (laughs) because like i just you know what i mean like i'm just kind of like i've always been like very loud and and all of that and i really loved doing the podcast but um it like covering like that dark shit every single yeah. week and you know trying to make it like funny um but also like really you know having to live that side of human and i don't mean like this whole like woe is me thing um cuz mm-hmm. i'm not i i i know i put myself in this situation like i'm the one that <laughs> chose this career and shit um but um it just got to be too much like and i was just so exhausted um, I couldn't, yeah. you know, cause sometimes it's like, um, you know, I don't want to, I can't talk that week. And it was like, yeah. I was forcing myself to talk and, you know, I was just worst feeling. Right. And I mean, there were like tons of times, like, and again, I wish Andrew, like, I think Andrew's like funny as hell. I think that he should, you know, I, I really hope that the worst week gets succeeds. And I think people should still listen to it and go on there and do that. Um, I just had to really be honest with myself in a sense of like, there's a you know you have a really like heavy job and you know i've gone through a lot of loss um you know as i've always famously said on the worst we get i'm an orphan uh you know 
Like, you know, I'm always like talking, you know, talking about your dead parents again. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Guido. <laughs> but, um, but no, I mean, I've had a lot of loss. Like my boy died over like the summer. And I just, I think that I'm very um, like concentrated right now on like when I'm not at work being with my friends and yeah. kind of like, like I cherish so much like this, like nostalgia shit and these memories that I've created, you know, that I've had over the years like that me and my friends have created even me and my family that I hold on to those really tightly. And it's very important for me to continue to have that because like, they are like the only family besides my sister and stuff and my cousins that I really have left. Um, right. And I just needed to make a decision because I was like running myself thin. And I just was like, and I, I'm like super honest with people about my mental health and shit because, and that's why I like this show too, because I, I like, I just like when people are raw and real. And I think that people should just admit like, yo, we're all fucked up. Like we are mm -hmm. all like, it is the human experience. Like to be a fuck, you know, like For you're sure. going to feel like shit sometimes. And, um, we don't, uh, like it's always, even in the mental health system, it's like they push coping skills, coping skills. And how do you, you know, how to avoid your feet or how to mask your feelings or how to hide your feelings. Like, why can't, you should feel your feelings, you know, right. like if you don't feel them, you're never going to learn how to really, you know, deal with them in like a right. rational way. And it, for me, it was like, all right, you can continue to do this podcast, get, you know what I mean? Frustrated because your time is so split um, and break down every two, two, three months, or you can, you know, walk away from it. Let Andrews do what he's going to do. It's, you know what I mean? And, and let him have that creative outlet. And if that's something that I want to do later on, I'll do it. You know? Yeah. Just doors so, open. Yeah. But it's important to give yourself the, the, well, in recognizing that is a huge thing. Cause I don't know. I think anybody who deals with depression or anxiety or any of the other mental health, bad times, like you can know that feeling of being somewhat in denial with it, where like it's kind of there, but you're like, no, I'm fine. No, 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 this isn't a big deal. I'll just keep mm. pushing through it. And when it has that extra layer of the social stuff you're talking about, where like it's stigmatized and you feel like you can't talk about it on top of like all of these feelings going on in you, that's just too much to too much to have going on. So like Audrey said, I mean, good on you for being able to recognize that and, and make that decision because it's fucking hard and it's it's definitely better than just fully burning out and like continuing to push through and, and, until you hit the end of your rope. It's rough out there. Yeah. I, I thank, I mean, I thank you guys for the support and I have gotten a lot of support from like the, just the podcast community, like in general, you know, just people being like, Yo, like I hope you're all right. Like, and I, like I respect like what you're doing. Um, it fucking sucks, dude. It sucks because like I do, I miss it. You know what I mean? But like I also know that like I'm, if I'm gonna do this social work shit for ten more years, I gotta have a a better like balance. You know what I mean? And podcasting yeah, right. is work. It's work. It really you, is. You know, it's work and creating and doing content's work and, you know. And especially that shit, like wringing humor out of that truly, truly dark shit. Like the episode I was on, I kept finding myself going, yeah, that fucking sucks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, like, how do you wring humor out of that in its way? It's like, that's a pretty, it's a pretty tough putt, that show. Yeah, I mean, I think that we did it. I think that, you know... It, it, but it's it's hard, especially I think the criminal justice stuff would get to me a lot. Yeah. And that's when I, I knew, like, when we would have stories like that, like, there were, like, I think two times that I cried on the show. Um, yeah. Because of a fucking story, you know. And, and, you know, it just sucks, like you know, because it's kind of also, too, like, I was huge in the Bernie movement in 2016 and 2020. I did all types of shit with, like, the DSA and candidates, you know, during that time. Um, but it's like I, I just need to I need to step away from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I need to just do kind of do my thing with the social work shit. Um, there's a lot of stuff happening like here, like in Pennsylvania, because we're all fucked up up here um, or over here. I'm like up here, <laughs> like, like you guys are like down south or some shit. Uh, 
but but yeah i mean but i'm gonna still do like co- go on podcasts and shit and yeah. i want to do like a music podcast eventually but like oh, yeah. yeah yeah like so you guys will have to come on and just but have it just be like everybody just it's like a round table and people bullshit about like a certain subject but like what i do is i would like bank episodes because like there, yeah. there's weeks yeah there's weeks I will cut up fucking seven days a fucking week. I will laugh and be the clown, whatever. Then there's just like weeks where I'm like, I, I'm going to, I can't talk to you. <laughs> I can't yeah. like I'm fucking tired. I got some of that too. I feel like you got, there's like a certain capacity everybody's got for social outgoingness. And if you exhaust that, it's just an unpleasant place to be. And it's pointless to like push through it. Cause then you just feel bad Maybe yeah. you don't do as well as you'd like, and then you feel worse, and it's just like be a lot better off if you give yourself the space to hang out with friends and yeah. shoot the shit and all that. Yeah, I, like I just, you know, I want to be dumb and, you know, I know I'm 38, uh, and maybe I'm having a midlife crisis, but I want to <laughs> go down to the fucking river and drink beer with my friends and fucking tag fucking, yeah. you know what I mean? Poles and dumb shit. <laughs> you know, I just need to do that right now, you know? So... <laughs> it's important. It is important. Um, I wanted to bring up something too. I saw you tweeted uh, earlier about um, uh, crap. What's it called? Conduct disorder. Oh yeah, that fucking bullshit. And the fucking, fucking nonsense around that. It triggered a whole memory with me. So I actually I had to go into inpatient as a teenager after a cheeky little suicide attempt. Everything ended up being all right. I'm I'm still here on still the pod. Him. Much better place. But I remember being in this facility and half of uh, the kids in there, remember the conduct disorder. And I remember back then thinking like, what the, f- how is that a thing? Like they're having a rough time emotionally lashing out at people or whatever. Like that's what being a teenager is. What the fuck mm-hmm. is going on? Yeah. Hmm. It's um, cause I had, I was impatient when I was a teenager too. Um, hell yeah. And hell yeah. Right. I think we've all been institutionalized here. Yeah. Been institutionalized. <laughs> yeah, it, t- it took me a little longer, but I was like mid twenties and uh, <laughs> over the summer actually, and spent oh. some time in a facility. <laughs> High so, five up top, everybody up top. <laughs> Good mental health stuff. But um, no, I mean it was like so. I grew up like you know I was the teen in the like mid to late nineties. So back in that time, it was very easy to put your kid away, and schools would literally like the way that I got involved was the school literally told my parents like you need to go take her for a psych evaluation. Yeah. Back then, it was bipolar. Bipolar was everybody got the bipolar diagnosis. Hmm. Conduct disorder um, has, I mean, it's been around. It's mostly given to black and brown children. Um, mm-hmm. you don't see a lot of white kids get a conduct disorder diagnosis. Um, and the thing is, is that like really, and I think that we need to start looking at mental health differently. I think at the end of the day, this is it's trauma. Like it is, if you look at the basis of like everybody, right? Like our brain and how it works and how it functions, it's a stress response. It's a, mm-hmm. you know, and your body gets used to that. So it's like, how can you really say that somebody has this, you know, oh, well, you have an anxiety disorder, but it's, it's just the way that people react to trauma, to their stress response. And it's due to what they've been through, you know? Um, so like, I have kids that like, of course they're fucking out with their friends, fucking robbing, you know what I mean? Pizza delivery drivers. That's the only family that they've known. They've been right. in placements where they've been abused or this has happened or that has happened. Like in a lot of those um, like diagnoses, like they all cross together. They all mm-hmm. cross together. Like I'll, I'll get kids where um, like I used to get really pissed off when um, they would have like I'd have kids with like on, on the spectrum, on the autism spectrum. Um, and they would be like, well, they just stare at me like like I'm a sociopath when I ask them a question. Like, yeah, because they're fucking autistic. It's taking them a t- like a minute to fucking process. Like, yeah. you know, and that's they don't look at that with kids with trauma either. Their executive functioning is all fucked up. Like, it, it is. Right, and it, you know? it's just adults projecting onto them. Oh, you're not behaving the way a kid is supposed to behave, and therefore something is wrong with you, which is right. an insane way to look yeah. at people. And right. I, it's so much of mental health is that like I, I am, 
I'm a recipient of mental health services. Uh, I have a therapist and it's really important for me to continue to be in therapy. But so much of what I've learned in therapy is centered around being an effective unit under capitalism. Yep. And so like it's it's about making me happy enough to be able to make it into a higher paying job to make the money so that I can exist under capitalism. And I actually yep. I had a long conversation with my therapist today about how I'm really beating myself up because I'm not like as functional under capitalism as I'd like to be. And she's like, but is that's also kind of bullshit. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's <laughs> a construct. Yeah. And that's what makes people lose their minds. And that's what makes people because they're so focused on getting us to work and getting us just normal enough to be a functioning member of society. Yeah. On top of just the rapid fucking development of capitalism too over like the past hundred years and like the complexity Ooh. of all these systems and like ultimately we're fucking animals, man. This is it's too much <laughs> shit to keep track of. Like you're not yeah. supposed to live like that. You know? It, yeah. it makes perfect sense that so many people burn out, even aside from like all the oh yeah systemic fucking evil that's directly fucking with people, like just existing in this state where you have to do all of these things and track all of these bills and make all of these meetings. It's like no fucking wonder a, a lot of people, you know, struggle with that, myself yeah. included. It's, it's yeah. fucking hard. Yeah, and I think that that's like I think we've gotten so you know we got to this place in um, America or society where we talk about like everybody will talk they think that they're talking open about mental health right oh yes I have anxiety oh yeah I'm on an antidepressant we're not getting to the root of this shit which right. is trauma which mm. is how the fucking body responds to trauma like your amygdala right like because you go into like this lizard brain mode and i know that's funny because you know the reptilians and whatever that fucking conspiracy <laughs> was but your amygdala when you have early trauma it swells like because that mm. is your protective your body is saying something's fucked up you have to survive so you have to mm. kick in those stress responses like there's it's it's wild the shit that I've learned over the past couple of years, like doing trauma work with like not only like my own therapist, but like doing it with like kids, you know, because that's yeah. what I'm the majority of the shit that I do. I mean, oh, fuck. I don't know how many like it's, you know, my shit's I deal with a lot of fucked up cases. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just I think that it is I, I think that it is uh it's a byproduct, you know, byproduct of capitalism. Like we're yeah. trying to, because you should feel like you are a productive member of society, Audrey, like you're fucking surviving. You're not beating the shit out. You know what I mean? Like, and even people that have struggled with, you know, things that uh, quote unquote are conduct type or antisocial or things like that. That's still like a very small part of like a person. And everybody mm. has a story and there's For always sure. mitigating factors. You know what I mean? I, I find it very rare that somebody is just inherently evil, except if you're like Henry Kissinger and Hillary Clinton. <laughs> like, there's a couple of them that are like just, rare exceptions. <laughs> yeah, there's rare exceptions, but you know. I'm with the end there too. I, I just believe people are fundamentally decent. Yeah. We just live in a pretty fucked up system that twists people into all kinds of bad things. And like, even if they're doing terrible stuff, there's still that fucking seed of humanity in there. I don't think they would have chosen to be like that early on, you know? Yeah. Like a lot of this is just seeing people as people. And then, you know, in terms of yourself too, just remembering that you exist under that structure. You know, you deal with enough external trauma from capitalism you got to cut yourself the break inside and not be beating yourself up that you can't live up to the standards that are founded on fucking insanity. Yeah. They call it, um, attachment of self. Like, ah. uh, because, and I, I just learned this concept. My boss, they were at this attach con attachment conference. Cause I have a specialty in that. And, um, they were talking about like how teenagers like, and, and I do this as a professional, is to teach them how to cope, how to regulate their emotions, how to do this when, why can't you just let that kid feel? Let that kid right. feel. And I've done that before, you know, where I've just sat with kids who have just been screaming, crying, punching, you know what I mean? Where, but I've just sat there. But we're so ingrained into getting you into just enough control, right? 
that you can, but how can you expect a teenager or anybody to do that if you don't have an attachment to yourself? You mm, know, right. you don't, if you don't like yourself, you know, how do you, how do you, how are you able to do that? You know what I mean? So, right. yeah. Sorry if but I'm going off on tangents. That should, that should no, be hidden about liking yeah. yourself. That should be hidden. I gotta. You think have about to, that. and even some days, like, look, I, you know, last week I had a really rough couple of days, but then I was like feeling all right, you know, and like, but even like yesterday and like this morning, I, I was like, I don't feel it. I, I don't. I'm not happy today. I'm not sad, but I'm not. But there, but like, I'm a little down. And it's I'm just, not sick, but I'm not well. Yes. There. Yes. I was listening I to that song right before this. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> it was too perfect. I'm sorry. You just had to drop that. I feel what you're getting at, though. It's just being honest with yourself and allowing yourself to feel negative feelings. You know, yeah. and it doesn't need to be a failure on your part that you're feeling bad. It's just something we go through. Yeah. And I, I've been working on that, too. And I find kind of giving yourself the permission that, like, I'm not feeling great today. That's okay. Yep. I don't have to sit here and try to force myself or, to feel or good pick it up or like even pick it apart you can just like feel it and maybe tomorrow will work out better yeah yep. and doing that hands-off approach i find works you you bounce back so much more quickly oh, than yeah. if i had been like analyze whoa why am i feeling mm -hmm. you know it's like so uh i've been crying in therapy a lot more lately and part of Hell it i think yeah. part of it i think is estrogen i think estrogen makes it a little harder uh to not uh cry because i get that emotional Women be crying. thing Women do be crying. Yeah, and that and so children, yeah. I'm in there. I'm in there talking about what's going on. And I'm like tearing up, and I said something along the lines of like, "I don't want to cry in these meetings anymore. I just want I want to do more productive stuff." And she looked at me. And she goes, "Audrey, this is productive. Like this is a good thing that you're doing. Hell you're letting, yeah, you're yeah. feeling your emotions. You're letting shit out." And uh, yeah, I think about that now when I feel like I want to cry. I'm like, "Hell this yeah, is a good thing." No, yeah, because it gets you got to get it out. It's your yeah. cortisol is just so like it's up. You know what I mean? It's you're in survival mode, and and even when you're not threatened, your body is still so used to being in survival mode because of whatever past trauma you've had that yeah. it's hard to get that out. You have to find like yeah. an outlet, you know, and crying. Yeah, fuck it, cry. Just make sure you uh, drink water. I always forget to drink water, and then I have a big ass headache afterwards. It fucking pisses me off. <laughs> God damn I'm it. also I'm learning about uh, uh, what is it? Core belief theory and how uh, we form these beliefs about ourselves during trauma. Yes, and that those uh, affect how we think about ourselves when we're not under trauma. Mm -hmm. And so my my homework this week is picking apart negative core beliefs and like really interrogating how i feel about myself so hopefully that'll be helpful i yeah. like your therapist everything you're saying about yeah. them audrey yeah. they seem very good yeah she seems she's really great that's, that's awesome yeah. shout out My to audrey's therapist Shouts out. <laughs> Woo, big ups well maria uh we have to ask her a traditional guest question here as well all Which right. is to ask about an embarrassing dating or relationship story. What you got in that wheelhouse? Oh, shit. Well, I mean, I haven't been in, like, a serious, serious... Re I, like, probably, like, the last guy I, like, did, like, boyfriend-girlfriend shit with was, like, in 2018. So, yeah, like, I have been kind of, like... um now I've had sex, not much, but you know. But I fuck. I'm Listen, I fuck. Yeah, I mean I fuck still, yeah. Um, but I haven't like, and I was you know going through a ton of shit, so I like kind of pulled out. I was like, I can't really be with anybody. I don't want to give yeah. anybody this. Like I gotta handle this shit on my own and stuff. Um, but embarrassing dating story. Oh, okay, I have one. All right. So I was hooking up with this dude and he um, still lived with his parents, which was fine. Right. But we like would stay at like this hotel and we would get like fucked up all night and um, we would just like fuck or whatever. Uh, and the one day like we were like, I don't know, I think I was like being real emo or whatever when like I was like dropping him off um and he was actually driving my car so i was like in the driver in my passenger seat 
and it's like eight in the morning because like i had to like go you know back to work or not back to work but like i had to work that day and shit um you got stuff to do yeah so his fucking mom dude all of a sudden pulls up pulls up in the fucking car this is a fucking church woman like a bat like she's like whose car are you in and he just like start and i'm like oh my god oh my god i'm so embarrassed he's like, he, just, he tells her he's like just go in the house just go in the house and i'm so fucking embarrassed dude and i'm like your mom's gonna hate me your mom's gonna hate. and he's like laughing and shit because he knows in the back of his head i ain't never introducing this bitch to my mom um you know what i mean because he was like a player um and i was just so fucking embarrassed dude i was like are you fucking kidding me like oh no um yeah i've had horrible um i've had made horrible choices and with men over the years i mean um i was almost i almost got married though in my late wow. 20s yeah but um i like wanted to i wanted to go to grad school and my fiance uh at the time like he didn't he wanted like a family and he wanted oh, you know yeah. get married and have a family and i was kind of like i want to do my career thing he's an awesome cool stuff yeah, yeah and we're cool <laughs> like i you know we're friends on on fucking social media and shit he just had a kid like he lives in north Carolina. he's a cool dude he's shout gay, out jerry cooper yeah <laughs> so like we're friends you know we're cool but um yeah like i uh but i now it's like i'm very like like i'm i have a wall up like i only let you in so far you know what i mean because i'm like you're not gonna fuck up my emotional stability like that's where right. I think like that's where I know my fear is of like mm -mm, you're gonna fuck up my emotional stability because this is as stable as I've ever been <laughs> like so yeah. no you know <laughs> maybe I'll that's... get some help during this fucking program while I'm on <laughs> <laughs> I did uh, ask I was like can I ask a question yeah <laughs> but then I no I know I didn't th I I was thinking of one but then I know. <laughs> So. from the anonymous question box yeah <laughs> a good story though because there, there's nothing worse than surprise meeting somebody's parent even if it's not like uh we're dating kind of partner when yeah. it's just foisted on you you're like oh jesus what do i even look like right now hello oh, what am i wearing <laughs> yeah it's the worst or like sneaking out of a house you know what i mean like having not to great. sneak out oh it's I awful was I was yeah. hooking up with somebody who uh, was not supposed to be having people over. And so I would have to go over like two in the morning and we would have to sneak into the fucking house. And it sucked. It was terrible. It's forbidden lovers is romantic in concept, but a pain in the ass in practice. Yeah. And then you like trip, you trip over one of their cats and fucking like fall, fall into a wall and make a whole bunch of noise and shit. And then you have to run to your car. It fucking sucked. <laughs> no good. No. Terrible. We don't like a sneaky situation. Uh, you know what we do like, though, folks? Huh. We like the segment of our show where we answer listener questions. And are we ready to do that? Yeah. Let's, Let's fuck a boogie, because it's time for the question box. Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why are you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, who? Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why are you asking all them questions? Making statements. That is a little uh, musical addition I made to the theme because it's the question box. It's the segment of the show where you, the listener, can send your questions into us and we will do our best to answer them. If you'd like to do that, you can find a link to the box on our social media, Twitter at RFTB pod, Instagram at radio free tote bag. You click that link, you send in the question. It couldn't be easier. I guess it could be somewhat easier. Maybe, maybe if you just like, I brought the question box, it couldn't be much say, easier as well. Like if we at. drove to your house and asked you if you had any questions for the show, that would be easier yeah. for you. Yeah. But or this is just... about as easy as it gets for us. This is the balance of about as easy as you can get for everybody with this box here. Good. So do it. It's so easy. That's what we're getting at. This week, we have mucho questions. Thanks to Maria for sharing the link. We're, we're going to come in with a little uh, a little fan support here. Audrey Gang here. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Finally got back into listening to RFTB this past month, and I'm so glad 
we have another sick ass member of the trans slash MB community. Keep doing you, cool cat. Always here to love and support. Oh my goodness! Thank that you so much. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. I love getting stuff like that. Somebody called me a fucking inspiration. The other yeah. Like, no, what? I mean that's um, like listen. That is a fucking amazing thing. You know what I mean? Like you should really be you know proud. Like and uh, yeah. Hell Fuck yeah. yeah. Should, and yeah. listeners should send more nice stuff to Audrey in the question box. Mucho more. Why do I keep saying mucho? That's the second time in the past five minutes. And you know how you know, Audrey, that you are starting to love yourself? How's because that? you're being, you know, you're on now honest. Or not like that you weren't honest before, but now that you're like, all right, I'm, you know what I mean? Here, here yeah. it is. And like, you're, it's like you're progressing into like what your storybook, your life is going to look like. You know what I mean? It's Fuck like, yeah. yeah. I love no. it. Thank you for that. Yeah, thank and thank you for uh, sending in the, the comment here, listener. We we always appreciate the nice messages. Love it. Audrey, what else is in this box? Hi, RFTB. Hello. My wife and I have been trying to get in the mood after COVID infection stifled our love life. When I put on this track, you open up There's this YouTube link, link here. Track. I'm going to drop this in the um, Zencaster. Let's see here. When I put on this track. Okay. <laughs> it's the entire uh, voice lines from uh, Gex Enter the Gecko, the PlayStation game, I believe, was also on N64. It's about a sort of lizard. Who, yeah, it's about cool, a lizard secret agent. Um, I remember one one particular level uh, he goes in. It's like a Roman themed level with like all kinds of baths and fountains and like pillars and columns and shit. And he says, welcome to the Sultan of Brunei's bathroom. <laughs> Which to me, I'm like, who is that joke for? This is a game for children. They do not know who the Sultan of Brunei is and they do not understand why it would be weird for it to be a bathroom this lavish. I don't I don't know. <laughs> But anyway, he looks cool, though. I mean, he's, he's a cool guy. He yeah. is cool. Uh, we've talked about scalies that are like yeah. furries, but it's for animals that don't have fur. Maybe oh. maybe this person is just trying to communicate to their wife that they want to be a sexy ghetto on a tux. Gecko. Gecko on a tux. Ghetto on a tux. A sexy gecko on a tux. And they're just not into that. And they're like, hey, you're not even being serious and trying to rekindle our right, physical right, right, intimacy. Right, right. Yeah, it says, my wife accuses me of not being serious and trying to rekindle our physical intimacy. How can I change her mind? Is the rest of the text of the question. Play, play Gex with her. Wear play Gex a with her. cool tuxedo. Use your tongue to lick up bugs. Do geckos do that? They do. Um, they do. I think that that's how they eat. I, I don't know. I mean, I just know they're cute. They are extremely cute, as is this guy, and he's got a little suit on. That's delightful. Yeah. So what he's, is he, is he saying that his wife is like, you know, like, let's get in the, like, let's have sex, and he let's plays that? Let's get in the mood, and he plays uh, the apparently. next quotes. Let's go to just, like, here at, at 10 minutes, 36 seconds. Any good quotes? Any sexy quotes? Uh, it's apparently a ghost level it, and in which Gex puts effects like a feminine affect to uh, his voice and says, Jimmy Hoffa, white courtesy phone. Jimmy Hoffa, white courtesy phone. <laughs> what is this what? game? Yeah, it's what? really <laughs> wild. It's written. It was written by like 60 year old comedy writers. <laughs> Sadly, though, I knew who Jimmy Hoffa was. When Same. I was a kid. And I knew who the Sultan of Brunei was when I was like 10 years old playing this game. See, so it was written for me. This game was specifically for me. For you. Sorry, my dog's barking. Oh, please. We got a dog alert. Shouts out to the pup. Uh, Get at me, dog. It Rest sounds like this listener may just be being a big old goofer, but if they're not, it sounds like you should marry Audrey, someone who, a woman who actually <laughs> appreciates the. Uh, the beloved writing of of Gex. Gex, the, enter the gecko. The gecko. How can you change your mind? Find a new lizard wife. See you later. Yeah, peace out. Well, okay. I would say that is a little, you know, it's not my kink. Um, but I, I if 
if so if he wants to get laid he might like he's just gonna have to shut up you know um <laughs> just because like she's obviously like not into this right you know sure. um but i would you know maybe you bring it up to her or maybe you know you say like look for some reason explain as to why it get that gets you in the mood you know um other than that uh yeah i mean but if you, if you want to get laid you're gonna have to or you know you're don't play like cool it with that for right now until cool it you with guys the gex quotes yeah cool until... it with the 26 minutes and 41 seconds of gex enter the gecko quotes yeah like i'm like does he want it played in the background when they're banging or he's just <laughs> saying these quotes i think that's the kayfabe of the bit is that he puts on he puts, he on, puts the on the quotes, quotes. He gets all horned up, but it's not happening for her. Yeah. Uh, turn your wife into a gecko. Yeah, I mean, that's it, her that or yeah, turn her into a gecko. Gecko pill her. I haven't seen blasts like this since Taco Night at James Earl Jones's house. <laughs> Was that another? <laughs> that's another one. <laughs> I can't handle any more of this gex. This writing is absurd. It makes me kind of want to play the game. So, listener, maybe you have successfully turned me on to gex. Enter the gecko. Welcome to the only thing more evil than IRS headquarters. Oh, oh. God. How is this a kid's game? Okay. <laughs> Here's another question for us. And I think this one may be a little bit more, uh, a little more serious. Okay. Do you beautiful, stylish, and deeply intelligent folks, thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank know you. Know of any resources that work as a substitute for therapy. I can't afford it, and I have a lot of crippling depression. Wow. So this is something we've talked about a lot, and unfortunately is the case in this country. We have to like caveat every time we're like, hey, therapy could help if you have access to it, because we live in a fucking failed state. It sucks ass. Mm -hmm. uh, but like, given that, what options does somebody have if they don't have access to therapy? So it was actually, there was a thread uh, that somebody started on Twitter where we were all talking about this. Um, and, and there's a lot of like free resources out there, but it's rare. They're hard to find. And it's like, we were talking about, it would be great if somebody could just get all of these free resources together. And listen, I'm willing to fuck it. I'll give re I'll, I don't care. I'll give you everything I have. Like, and if some fucking, you know, uh, organization yells at me like, Hey, I'm like, fuck off. But, um, <laughs> you know, I know that like, you know, like there's like, like people are like self-help, you know, like read a self-help book or whatever, but there actually are certain books, um, that I think do help. Um, you know, I'm always a big fan of like, uh, called it's a book called the body keeps the score by um uh. Bessel van der Kolk um his lectures are also on YouTube um and he is like a genius when it comes to trauma and how it you know uh how the body reacts to it and stuff um I would try to like I would also go to um like if if you have a library membership um I would, um, you know, also just get whatever you can regarding, mm. like, how you're feeling. You know, I think that depression is a fucking, it is a crippling disease. And it, and it is, I think it's, you know, it's horrific. I mean, I'm, I've always been for medical care for all, you know, and that includes mental health care. Um, yeah. I think that everybody should have access to a therapist at all times. I think that our system is very broken. For sure. Um, but the one thing that always kind of helped me, you know, when even without like having like a therapist is like ju just trying to learn and try to understand your own mm -hmm. self, you know, and it sucks um, because like it is, you know, easier with a therapist guiding you through this. Um, but I would look like literally at any like library, re you know, any like resource library, um, I would Google, like, if you Google, like, worksheets, um, a lot of those, like, workbooks, like, I don't, I don't use workbooks, like, with my clients, because, I mean, my kids, they're, my, the kids that I work with are, like, out, you know, they are so, like, 
you, you can't like it's a very different type and i do like family yeah. relational therapy so like doing worksheets and stuff and workbooks doesn't it doesn't work for them but there are a lot of good workbooks specifically uh with dialectical behavioral behavioral therapy dbt yeah. any type of dbt stuff i highly recommend because it's all about it, this mindfulness piece and this like really trying to learn how to like regulate yourself and and, and to be able to do that is knowing yourself and knowing your triggers right. and um but also i think the most important thing and this is something that you you know the writer is going to have to our listeners are going to have to remind themselves and it, they might have to do it every minute or every hour every minute that um that they are worth something you know what i mean and that uh you know just being honest and being um you know it's trying to stay present you know through all of this and knowing that like you know for them to even um be able to just talk about it i think is yeah. you know important too um i've found a lot of luck uh, with that, with the meditation and yoga in a similar capacity, just what with focusing on kind of what your body's feeling like mm -hmm. and all of that. I found it very useful for that reason because it's like, I don't know, a lot of times when we're really in the depression wormhole, it seems like this massive weight that's on you. And mm -hmm. it's like its own separate thing. It's out there. It's crushing you. It fucking sucks. It's hard to do things. And it can seem so overwhelming. It's, it's hard to act on when it just feels like this massive crushing weight. Uh, but particularly like through the past year, uh, year or two now with the with the pandemic and spending a lot more time by myself, I got really into the meditation and yoga. And I've talked about this a bit before, but just taking the time to figure out, like, when I have anxiety, what is actually happening to my body? Like, my mm -hmm. chest feels all tight. My stomach is kind of like a nut sort of feeling. But, like, taking the time to kind of figure out exactly what this feels like, because then it's more, well, okay, there's a pain in my stomach and this twist and my thoughts are racing. That's something I can kind of conceive of and tackle as opposed to massive depression weight like where do you even fucking start what do you yeah. do mm -hmm. and then it's easier just to kind of give up so i think there's a lot to be said with that to get kind of a bearing and better understand what it is you're dealing with and then from there it's a lot easier to talk about it with people when you can mm -hmm. kind of more easily communicate what it is you're feeling and more easy to seek out resources too if you can be like well this specific thing is really sticking with me what can I find out there, you know, for people with similar experiences with like that specific feeling, like a chest tightness, for example. Right. Because I mean, I have like, I remember, shit, this was like, I think two months ago. I, I don't know what it was. Um, I just had this like anxiety. I think it was like this one day all day and I could start to feel like my head started hurting and I had to go to like an, um, to an event to see my one friend so i went down and like everybody i knew you know what i mean was there right and i'm like usually i'd be so like oh da, 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 drinking and fucking smoking weed yeah. with a bunch of people and shit but i was so fucking anxious um and my chest just kept hurting and my head kept hurting and i kept getting nauseous and i went home and i fucking thought i was having a heart attack at one point yeah i literally was like it i had to like fucking sight like literally sit with myself and be like no maria like you're no like this is your <laughs> this is your fucking like trauma response like and it's hard to do that you know but right. um but i think yeah like that um the listener like definitely just try to be easy on yourself too like don't set definitely yourself that. up because i do that all the time or i'll set myself up for failure i'll be like all right i'm gonna make out this big list and tomorrow i'm gonna get this done this and this and this and this done right if you fucking showered today if you brushed your teeth if you fucking <laughs> ate like seriously give yourself a pat on the back whatever you do depression that you hate and you were able to do it. I mean, just the something, the smallest thing, like you got to give yourself credit for that. And it's going to seem it's stupid dumb on at, its own. Right. It's going to seem stupid at first, but like you have to be able to just do that because if you don't, that guilt's going to weigh on you and you're going to feel like a fucking failure when you're not, you're human. 
you know? Cutting yourself I, the slack and taking a moment just to be there in the good moments. And when you change from depression and now I'm feeling better, like that could be something you kind of breeze through if you're not paying so much attention to it. But I definitely been big on that too. Like, Oh wow. I, I did yoga maybe. And I'm feeling in a better place. Now I'm going to sit with the good feeling and see where that is in the same way I did with the bad feeling. I find that's good too. Audrey, I cut you off. What were you saying? Yeah. Uh, I have a free resource. Uh, that I have found uh, useful at various times uh, when I've been depressed. Uh, it is a TED Talk, and TED Talks are typically like tech bro bullshit. Like <laughs> a lot of times it's like total horseshit. Yeah. Uh, but there's a um, psychotherapist uh, named Andrew Solomon, or he's a writer, um, who did a TED Talk called Depression, The Secret We All Share. And it sort of contextualizes depression uh, and sort of shows how it's like a universal experience in a way and uh it talks about different treatment options that are available to people uh, that have money um but uh it's it also talks about hope and how um everybody going through depression can find uh like the fact that you don't want to be depressed anymore is like showing that you have the will to continue and that you don't that that, that you're still good yeah. like you're gonna be good right I like um, that. Yeah, so it's a it's a good talk. I'll put a link to that in the description along with uh, some of these other things we've been talking about. But hang in there, out there, listener. That fucking sucks. And again, like it yeah. shouldn't be like this. You should no. have access to somebody to help with this. But again, it, it, as Audrey was just saying, like you took the time to wrote this write this question. You're trying to think through your options, you know, while you're struggling. Which, as we've been saying, like that's a victory in its own right. Good on you for for doing mm-hmm. that. So do your best to hang in there. Feel free to write back into the show too if you uh you know if you try any of this stuff and, and have any luck because I'm sure there's a lot of people out there with the facing the same challenge. Yeah. But we love you. You listen to this show and so you're cool as fuck. Oh, yeah. I always gotta I remember the question asker this. Yeah. Hell yes. <laughs> All right, Audrey, what else is in this box? This one is specifically for Maria. Oh. Hi, okay. Sandernista. Long time, first time. How can I get a beautiful GF with big cans and no personality flaws? Um, um, well, how can you get a woman with big cans and no personality flaws? Well, yeah, that doesn't do exist. That? I mean, except if you're me, obviously. But, um, <laughs> you, I think that women, I don't know. I, how do you want to say? I just know that like as a me myself like i am attracted to like people that are just raw and real and honest mm. and um you know if if somebody can make me laugh like i'm like that they're going to pull me in you know what i mean like i'm going to be attracted to that um you know because like there's been a ton of like like and i'm also a big person that like i think that like you can have like little crushes on people and it doesn't mean like you know, you want to bang them or whatever. Like, sure. but I constantly like crush on, you know, people that make me laugh and just make me kind of give me, you know, but I think being on, like being honest with yourself and, uh, just, you know, just be yourself. You're going to find a girl that, um, that is going to vibe with you. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't think that, I think that we're, so set in this um like world to like you have to find your soulmate you have to find your soulmate yeah but i think that there's different you know i always looked at the thing of like these different types of soulmates um you know like friendship soulmates or i think you can have multiple so you know i think that there's important people that are going to come into your life um but don't put on like a front and i say this to everybody like for a relationship or to get somebody into a relationship because it's not you're gonna you're not gonna be yourself and you're gonna end up hating yourself regardless of how huge her cans are (laughs) perfect um you know no personality flaws like yeah but here's the thing with big boobs though too because my boobs Mm -hmm. aren't really that big like per se i mean they're they're good size like you know um big boobs small boob it doesn't matter you know it's all great yeah they're, they're all great yeah like and here's the thing big boobs do 
start to sag when you get a little bit older. So, Mm -hmm. you know, at some point you're going to have to pay for that chick's plastic surgery. (laughs) I have been thinking about this lately. When I'm 60, my tits will only be 30 years old. I know, you fucking (laughs) bitch. (laughs) Fucking bitch. I never thought of that. That's fucking bad. (laughs) You're so fucking pissed. Like, God damn it. (laughs) You will. You're going to have like perfect fucking tits. Yeah. That's in the me. old folks' home with oh just God. some sparkling sledgehammer well, titties. Yeah, 60 isn't that old. Like, I wouldn't yeah. be in the old folks' home at 60. I, listen, yeah. <laughs> I, I plan on, if I if I last that long, uh, I'm not going to be in the old folks' home. I'm going to be fucking doing acid and <laughs> hanging yeah. out. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> Also, and I know this is a little comedy in this question, but the uh, framing like dating is getting or like acquiring a partner, yeah. I think is also kind of going to sabotage you. And it's with what Maria was saying. I feel like that kind of drives you to what do I need to be to get the big titty goth yeah, GF or yeah. whatever it may be. You're going to end up kind of faking something, and that's not going to play out in the long run, like, if you're not being honest about who you are, because you can't found a relationship on, like, pretending to be somebody else. So get out there, be yourself, try to communicate honestly with people, talk about stuff that you get excited about, and ask them questions about what they get excited about. And if you like spending time together, there you go. That's kind of all you can do. Right. I also think, too, being just, you know, being honest, too, I think people with dating, and this is what I've been trying to learn more of, like, you know, if you don't, like, like somebody, you know, don't drag them on. Like, if you meet them and there's no chemistry, you know, just be like, oh, okay, cool, this was fun. Like, you know, yeah. um, you know, like, hit me up sometime or whatever. Like, yeah. if, but be honest, you know, be honest and say that there wasn't, like, any chemistry, but, right. um, yeah. Plus, you don't need a partner. Like, I hate that whole thing, too. It's like, you should, you know, I like when I see dating things, it's like, oh, I'm looking for my other half. It, <laughs> then you're telling you're saying that you're a, you're not a whole person. You know what you I got mean? Intestines hanging out the side of you because yeah. you're only half what of a the, person. Where are your legs? What? Who's going to want to date you when you would bisect it down the midline? That's yeah, going to be exactly terrifying. That, yeah. that would be so much easier to find your other half if you didn't have legs <laughs> and there was somebody who was just legs. Oh, oh, yeah. it's you. There you, oh my God, there you are. <laughs> that makes it so much easier. Anything, uh, else, anything else in the box? Oh, we got, we got some more. We got, uh, here's a good one. A little, a little fun one. I'm trying to see if, if I want to make sure we didn't uh, cross over any any more straight relationship questions. This is an interesting one. I think we got to do this one. Okay. My husband has recently gotten into NFTs and is rapidly draining our monthly budget as we have shared finances. He makes more money than me and does ensure that all our bills are paid, but I never get to spend any money on new clothes or things for the house. Because he's buying all these internet pictures. What can I do? Ooh. So I'm going to sound really stupid, but I don't exactly know what an NFT is besides you don't have an to. internet picture. It's, it's pretty much I just that. that. Was just a meme. It's, I thought so too, and yeah. I've been seeing just wild fucking shit on Twitter it with is- like a new wave of them coming up. Uh, if you really want like an actual breakdown on what NFTs are in an entertaining way, the most recent episode of Chapo Trap House uh, discusses NFTs with some depth. I will attempt to give a primer. Uh, it is a JPEG, just like a fucking image on a computer screen that is backed by the blockchain, which basically means that you buy certification that you are the owner of this JPEG. So it's like there's for $6,000. Yeah. You get a certificate that says you are the official owner of this JPEG, basically. Yes, and they are all dog shit. Like, every one of them, it, they're just all stupid-looking, like, Yeah, anim- that's like, fucking weird. Whatever. 
Yeah, I was so disappointed. Monsieur Wazo, the electronic music producer, Quentin Dupieux, has been making yeah. NFTs, and I'm fucking mad I've about it. I've seen a few, and it's frustrating because, like, on the one hand, like, okay, uh, like particularly digital artists, you can get super yeah. underpaid. You can like not get this, but the avenue of this one is just kind of nonsense. You're effectively just kind of trading a commodity if it's just this one of a kind certificate you're passing around of who has ownership rights to this thing. What the fuck does that have to do with art? And then, uh, of course, like with all fucking um, blockchain type shit, there's the environmental cost with yeah. processing and however that fucking shit works. It's all around bad news. Uh, I could see, I, it's. It, some of the people like I've seen with this, people get really evangelical about it. The people who are like really into it. And I think it's almost like a gambling type of thing or like people yeah. who get way too fucking into stocks. Like it, it's very much, oh, I'm getting in on this new thing. I'm going to make I'm buying it early and then I'm going to sell it when it's like value goes up. And it's like we're talking about fucking JPEGs, man. Yeah. Is the value of a drippy giraffe going to increase <laughs> over time? Yeah, and like, I would say no. I'm going to think no. And I, as far as what you should be doing with your partner is reminding them, like, basically just be like, hey, did you know that you killed a rainforest to empty our bank account? Did you know that? That's what you did. All it was was a bank account emptier and you killed a rainforest to do it. I'm so excited for you. Thank you so much. Right. But also, listen, make sure that you um, are fucking getting clothes and shit. Buy shoes, yeah. too. Fuck that. No, like if he's going to be fine, you want to spend your money on motherfucking NFTs or whatever. Cool. But give me my fucking half. Yeah. Motherfucker. Like that's, bag. you know, what the fuck? I don't even I got, know. I, I still it is still so confusing to me. So like I could buy a picture of myself and say, if you share that, I'm going to sue you. It's, that's not even it is the fucking thing and it's like you would people you would generate like an i unique id that's like this is the id for the nft maria picture and then that like id can't be duplicated with with how this is stored because i guess the blockchain is like a ledger of any time it's changed hands or yeah. changes or whatever but it's like again you're, it, it's just kind of like a false value thing basically it, you mean people like people trying to get you mean in like to make currency money. generally donovan <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's all fucking bad times uh you should be like hey i got an nft for you this new fucking top and you come in with like a yeah. New yes top. yes yes i always that line that one's free i like that on the blockchain for that line you know what that that was a good one. That That's is very good. Back See, those are things that women, like those are things like you know, being humorous and stuff like that. That should be an NFT. But now I don't know what I'm talking about. I was smoking. <laughs> weed. I could, dude, did you guys ever? Do you guys smoke weed? Used to. Uh, okay. Al allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. Um, uh, have you ever heard of like those caviar dots? No. They're like moon rocks, but like cured differently. Oh. Yeah, dude, I got some and I have been getting whoop, like ripped on them. <laughs> uh, and it's been really good for my mental health. Uh, Fuck yeah. So, I wish it was good for my mental health. I have uh, manic episodes when I uh, indulge. Oh, Not that ideal. sucks. Yeah, it sucks ass. Damn it. Any this is type? an anxiety trigger for a long time for me, but allegedly we moved past this, and, and now it's okay, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. I'm doing interviews. I have a medical card, allegedly. Don't worry about it. <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> yeah. I have a medical card. Oh, yeah, I fucking have a medical card. They can't say shit. Let's Plus, like, go. I can honestly, we, yeah. Can we hit this one real quick before we get up out of here? Because I, I love Time it. Time flies basically... we're talking about fucking dumbass NFTs. Yeah. <laughs> NFT, nice fucking tits. Divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Just just start people are going to be saying to Audrey in 30 fucking years. Yeah. 30-year-old yeah. tits at 60. Best <laughs> NFTs in the old folks' home. <laughs> Hail, right, and well met, Hail and well met twin tote baggers and guest. If thou were in a fantasy realm, what D&D &D class wouldst thou be, perchance? And this was posted by Quizlip, the Inquisitive Fool. 
Uh, is the, the D&D Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah. Okay, I don't really know anything about that. Because so, you're cool. Because you're no, cool. No, I'm not cool. Like, I fucking, <laughs> fucking blew off some fucking dude the other night so I could watch Dance Moms. He's like, yo, he's like, I'm trying, he's like, I'm trying to come over. And I was like, oh, I'm tired. Meanwhile, like, I'm packing a fucking moms. bowl, dude, and I got fucking Abby Lee Miller fucking queued up on the fucking laptop. Ah, uh, yeah. That's but, um, great. Okay, so, so I like would, an example would be like a wizard, right? Like oh, a wizard okay. or like a, like a warrior or a bard or yeah. What is a bard? It's like a they use music to create magic. That would be me. Um, ex- I could see this. Yeah, I would definitely be a bard. Um, Fuck I don't yeah. know what kind of magic I'd create, but I would definitely be a bard because I. I love to sing. Slanging tunes from town to town and using that music to turn a frog into a beautiful prince uh, with some big cans. Yes. Like, is it, and it would be cool, like, if I could just take certain records, I'd be like, today I'm using Lauren Hills, the miseducational Lauren yes. Hills. Like that. <laughs> That's bad as fuck. A good answer. Audrey, what are you? I would be a cleric, uh, not of any specific god, but a cleric of the domain of love. Ooh. Yes. I would be uh, devoted to the domain of of bringing people together. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Is that like a priest kind of class? Yeah, it's like a, yeah, like you would, you get magical capabilities related to your domain. So like I would have things like calm emotions or like charm person. I would Uh, have stuff like that. Could you make like certain people fall in love with me? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I'll give you a list. (laughs) Yeah. And I would be neutral good. and, And I would do this for money. Is there any shape shifting class? Yeah, druids. Okay. They can change. They can change into. They have wild shape. Okay, and so I would be a druid whose power is I turn into Donovan with a slightly smaller tongue, and I would be chaotic good. <laughs> good oh, yeah, answers. I would be chaotic good. I love yeah, chaotic yeah. good. I've strongly identified with this for a while. Yeah, I got a heart of gold and a brain of uh, putty. Yeah, it's a little chaotic in there. Yeah, I have a. I'm just an insane Italian bitch with a heart of gold. Chaotic good for the win over here. Maybe like a rogue situation. We mm. were wanting to do a D and D campaign where we we're gonna have it set in a mall, and I was hoping to be like a rogue who's like a bully. And I yeah. like, I'm like the mall bully. That seems like fun. The mall bully. I'm, I'm like, yeah, hey, I cast. Give me your lunch money, punk. <laughs> Roll for. Do you have a leather money. jacket on too? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I got a leather jacket hanging up over there. This is just me in real life. I'm the I'm the mall bully. I'm the mall. I go to the mall. <laughs> hey, you want to swirly you little shit? Boom! And then Boom. I get him. Get fucked. Okay, good. This was a quality question. Thank you, Quizlip. And uh, Quizlip, the inquisitive fool. We got a good party going here. Yeah. Uh, but we're we're coming up towards the end of the show here. Maria, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Our- I'm honored that you guys um, had me on, and this was awesome. And I definitely will come back on whenever you guys want. Hell but, yeah. yeah. We would love to. This fucking um, show rocks, dude. You guys are helping people. Well, thank you very really, much. You know what I mean? much. It's a good show. Like, because it is like, again, you guys are using, uh, you know, me and Andrew called Tromedy, like to make people yeah, laugh, like you this. know? So, yeah. Definitely easier to talk openly about these things when it's not such a, I don't know, like dour atmosphere around it. Because everybody goes through this shit. It doesn't have to be a bleak thing, even if something sucks. You're still a fucking person. Yeah. And you just got to find ways to distract yourself. Like, you know, right now I'm I'm on Dance Moms. um, So... (laughs) Do you have anything you want to, uh, you want to plug while you're on here? Um... Or maybe just Twitter? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter, Sandernista412. Um, I talk, I've been talking a lot about like juvenile justice stuff, and there's a lot of shit going on at um, our jail. Um, but I still try to, you know, say dumb shit. 
uh you know just the <laughs> whatever it's really weird I, I never know it's i never try to like pay attention to how many likes i have because i'm just I, it creeps me out like i post all the time right like but i don't like the like i don't like check because i have this whole weird thing of like it's gonna fuck up my serotonin and shit and i don't know <laughs> i but, feel it a little bit you know what i'm saying i'm like i'm not even gonna fucking check this because then i'm gonna be like you know it's addicted to the likes yeah. yeah and i'm not and you start getting into harder stuff like fucking nfts it's yeah bad. i don't fucking even you know i'm an idiot i only know like six different things like <laughs> too much for my fucking head like this shit like i love the concept of somebody who knows exactly six things yep that's so fucking funny anything like from the 90s music Sure. Um, trucking, fucking. Trucking, fucking, sucking. <laughs> yeah. Trucking, <laughs> fucking, and sucking. That, that, now that is like either uh, somebody, I got to use that name for something. <laughs> Truck, trucking, fucking. <laughs> TFS. TFS. Well, yeah, fucking, fuck your NFT. I got TFS. We got TFS over here. <laughs> trucking, well, fucking. Listeners, definitely follow Maria because legit, you were doing very important work. And a yeah. lot of the stuff right, we've talked yeah. about on there has been like good stuff to learn about. And I think more people should be aware of. So Thanks, check her out. Yeah. And then I post like animal pictures all the time. And also this. When I'm not being serious, I'm being a fucking high idiot. So, you know, it's like the best of both fucking worlds, I guess. Yeah. Premium follow on Twitter. Definitely follow Santa four one two. Thank you, guys. Speaking of premium, how about we shout out these $10 patrons? I would love to. Uh, at the $10 a month level on our Patreon, you get a shout out on the program. And we're going to shout out people like Barb. People like Spreadable Fruit. People like Daddy Dylan. People like the inimitable, my dad. And finally, people like Rich Homie Click Clack from episode 105, the, the Yellow Rose of Toteland. Good times. Uh, if you want to get on there, patreon.com slash RFTB, or for $5 a month, you get a bonus episode every week. It's a good old time, and you can support the show, and if we get to 100 patrons, we're going to do a Frasier recap series, so please make that happen. Yes, please make us watch Frasier. I'm very <laughs> excited to watch the series again. Who did our intro music? It was me. I did the intro music. Uh, you and can find my music at soundcloud.com slash RFTB. And our outro music is not me. Whoa, it's the Hey Fellows. The song is Stephanie. You can find them on Instagram.com slash the Hey Fellows or on Spotify. It's three words. It's the Hey Fellows. Big thanks to Maria for joining us once more. Uh, another and clap. Another clap. And thank I want to give a big thank you to the listeners. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we love... Uh, that you do that we would appreciate it if you would continue to do that and uh now we're gonna go record the patreon episode so wish us luck with that and uh i love you thanks bye